You see, man, boys out. They freedom. I love this song so much more than Hot Nigga when it came out. Me and Ro have one. And why I fit is today. Come on, it's only right. 2014, this song? Or 13? That's a good question. 2014. What's it say? Yeah. Say 2014. Yeah. Interesting. How like, it's like it feels like a long time ago, but it doesn't. It was a different like sound. I see memes of people of guys saying Bobby's gonna get out and be like, "Who are all you new rap dudes?" Like, <laughs> like it's a whole bunch of new faces compared to 2014. Six years. This was his second single after Hot Nigga yeah. before he got locked up. Crazy on this shit, bro. But doesn't this sound familiar? Mm. Yo, so mm. Sean, uh, Sean and I were talking, and we were like, "What's you know, Bobby moving forward, making music? What's that gonna sound like? Is he gonna go the drill route? Is he gonna go the drill route? Is he, is he gonna, you know, try to do his own thing, stay in his own lane? Because." There's a lot of New York artists out there that are not going the drill route. Young M.A., Dave East, you know what I'm saying? Not yet. Joey Bad. Not yet. I mean, Young M.A. just did a Look, drill, man, just York, did a drill I, track. I ain't from New York. I don't want to get into New York's business. But you guys finally got a sound that's like that can travel around the nation and the world. Obviously, it'll get to London and, and all Shit, that. Shit, it originated there. from London. Right. So, 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 so it works there. That's easy. But, but you have the opportunity. <laughs> Fine, but my point is, you have the opportunity for a sound with your stamp of approval and your name on it to get around the world. Why wouldn't you want to be a part of that? Why would but what I'm saying, does every artist have to jump on that? Like on that sound? So Not you, necessarily. So you call French fries American food? So we saying like French yeah. Montana? French Montana's got to get on a drill beat. I don't want to hear French on a drill beat. No, not necessarily. <laughs> but it's a good, it's a good opportunity to expand. I think why, why not? Why one. not try? I think like, I, everyone got on mustard shit in L.A. and it worked. You know what I'm saying? True. Like, I mean, why, but why, why not, not? It didn't work for everybody, but and it's so the people that you'd rather go a couple thousand miles down south and get on their beats as opposed to trying to make something work with what you got. No, 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 not at all. But you know, I'm, I'm saying if it if it works for you, by all means, like run with it. You know what I'm saying? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm. But it don't. What I'm saying is, don't force it just because that's the wave, and you feel like that's what's going to attract people. To jump on it, but if it don't fit, it don't fit. Like for example, even people who are not from people who are from the east, but not necessarily from New York. Like Danny Lay put out a drill, uh, drill beat song. It's terrible, in my opinion. I I do not like it mm-hmm. at all, whatsoever. No comment. Picture this. <laughs> um, I like it. Two shots of Bobby Schmurter's hit. What's the name of it? Which one? Hot Bobby Schmurter. Hot, hot nigga. Hot, hot boy. Hot yeah. Nigga. You you gotta say yeah, hot yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Hot boy. Okay. Imagine the drums rearranged with that. With that loop. No. Imagine the drums are arranged in a drill style. It works. I don't, I don't want to go, go ahead. Dangers or remix. Yeah, no, it works. Go. I'm not saying Bobby, I'm not saying I think Bobby would sound good yeah, on a drill beat. Yeah. I, 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 we're just curious Ronnie if Rebel's he's already done it. Yeah, it, so. I, I'm just curious if he's going to go in that direction because that sound has already been established. It, yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm we're, you know, we're curious to see well, look, when he starts putting out. song is Bobby, bitch. Mickey. To all the artists out there, don't overthink what your song concept should be. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sometimes write your name. Yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. That being said, welcome to the Mickey D's podcast. Ooh. Yes, sir, man. Episode eighty. Eighty, man. man. We're Ocho out here. Cero. Bobby, is that Samuel? how you say eighty? No, ochenta. 
Ochente. Uh, what are the gifts? Some of the gifts, Bobby. Got? I heard like all kinds of random. I don't know, man. I, I heard just, like someone got him. Like he had a PJ Wayne for him. Quavo. I heard there was like some Louis bags, full of bitches in there. Shit. Quavo. Oh. Quavo got Quavo, it. For right, right. Quavo did all this for him. Atlanta oh, okay. is yeah. showing motherfuckers from New York love like that. Hmm, yeah. Look at that. Atlanta's yeah. loaded. Atlanta, yeah. man, you you got to give you got to give respect to the they South got money man. and low overhead. <laughs> Facts. Facts. <laughs> a, a five That's bedroom. True. Eight bathroom. They got more bathrooms than bedrooms. Two hundred k for the same price as an apartment Man. on the fourth uh, floor. Man, exactly. <laughs> in hey, shit, shit. Not even man. Probably in Brooklyn. And you still shit. got four girls to a room. Yeah. Right. Save that money. Put, put that money <laughs> in the stocks. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> a little dicky was on to something. Um, anyway. Yeah, man. So, so it's good to see that. Um, yeah, man. In regards to the hip hop community, it's good. That's a win. Glad to see Bobby come out, see. and especially during uh, Black History Month, man. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to seeing what kind of or hearing what kind of music he puts yeah. out. Um, and yeah, see what him and the crew do. Yeah. How you guys feeling, man? How's your weekend? You know, we shooting this a little earlier in the week now. How y'all? How y'all been? How was the weekend? Um, I don't even remember what happened. I, I got an update on the um the, my uh, fiance's gift, the underwear. Oh, oh, yeah. What's what's the update? So oh, okay, so um. Because even Nitrin hit me up like, yo, did you return them? <laughs> like, if I specifically... We all want to know you. <laughs> are, you, are, you are you just giving up? Are you still courting? What's going on here? Yeah. Like, keep us in a loop on this, man. Yeah, so so um, we were listening to a different podcast, and there were guests on this podcast. And these guests, these two women, have a company where they make underwear for women who, for that time of the month, where you don't have to wear pads. It's just underwear that absorbs what flows down there. So it comes, the pad is included. Pads included. <laughs> you can reuse the underwear for whatever, a number of times. Okay. And so Sam Reusable. said, okay. Sam said, and I got a permission to talk about this because I know this is like a weird thing for girls, for women. I would imagine. Um, it's a weird and, thing for us too. But and it's definitely not <laughs> what I woke up wanting to talk four about. Men, four men in here talking about period draws. Two minutes in, we're talking about, we're talking about flow. It ain't rapping. Your sponsor here. And we're going from flow to flow, from Bobby to... Rock a pad. So, so she said, just return the, return those underwear, get your money back, and just put it toward... And it's roughly the same amount. Uh-huh. Like the, okay. It's just a little bit more for the... Three pairs, uh, three pairs of draws. Um, so yeah, that's that's what we're gonna do. And and for all you ladies out there, so, all of our so, female wait, 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 listeners, so sum this up. So sum this up. <laughs> Joe's Valentine gift to his fiance was period draws. <laughs> yeah. Bloody Valentine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're all dead, bro. I gotta <laughs> hold on. I gotta ask though. The way you set that up at the end, whereas like it comes out to around the same cost. So you're telling. <laughs> It's, it's, hold on, hold on. Okay. Okay, let me ask the question. Sure. So, if it was a little more, you're saying like it was a little more. Okay, but I'm saying like okay, let's say it was, how much is a little more? Eight dollars more. Okay, oh let's say God. it was twenty dollars more. What you do? Let's still get it. Okay, all right, all right, all right, so guys. I'm just checking. I just twenty dollars. I got it. You got it. It's Valentine's Day. It's nothing, man. It's nothing. Throw it in the bag. Throw it in the bag. Danger. I'm just curious because the way he set it up was like, "Yo, I'm gonna need that extra twelve. (laughs) Also, you're gonna pay the difference, right? I'm gonna invoice you. Yeah, the rest (laughs) promo code. Yo, it's a tax write off. It's clothing. Speaking of uh, speaking of Night Train, man, shout out to Night Train because he pulled up on us on Friday. 
and he DJ with me on the stream. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> yeah, he so pulled up to the crib. Too, huh? yeah, he pulled up. He pulled up. No, he actually played off of. Uh, he actually played off of Jay Rose's uh, laptop. Okay, but he wanted to plug in his own laptop. But I told him we weren't going to go that long. We were going. We were way over four hours. And I was like, "Yo, it's time to shut it down," because we were all drinking and having a good time, or whatever. But shout out to Night Train. He pulled up on us. We had a dope stream. Um, we showed some um, some new visuals for our guy Dubri for the honeymoon album. So it was overall good. We called him out. We all, I was like, "Yo, Night Train, I thought you said you was gonna pull up." And he said, "Oh shit, you did say that." Fifteen minutes later, he was up. He was at my door, knocking on the door. So he jumped in the helicopter yeah. and. Hey man, listen. The uh, PG. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how you got there that Valley fast. But that big. He, got it. he, he, can he make might. It in fifteen yeah. minutes. I mean, from receded enough Hollywood, yeah, you yeah. get there right. for fifteen minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to them. But you know, we give him a solid. Mike. There you go. I don't even remember. <laughs> Mike's like, I've been working all fucking weekend. I've been working all weekend. Yeah. I don't know what the heck going on. Well, I'll tell you what did happen this weekend. Was it this past weekend? The weekend before? Oh, wait. Before my girl kills me. I was with her all weekend. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. She I listens? was working. But yeah, she does. Oh, okay. She actually requested the last podcast uh, link the mm-hmm. moment we dropped it. She goes, did you drop a new podcast? Mm-hmm. This is two days ago. Talk she was here when we recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she, no, no. She, miss, she missed Support. something, and then she said somebody in the room said, "Oh, you need to replace her," but she only caught the joke part of it. So then she was like, "Who?" And I think it was Rel. And then, but I think it was it was. Was from, I talking about her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like in a in a like a context, like a girl, like I don't know. I don't remember you saying that. I, I wasn't was saying it direct. I don't oh, remember no. saying that either, but. <laughs> no, I know. I take your word for it. I said the same. I backed you up a little. Like, <laughs> a little. I mean, I need to. I, need, I backed you up. A little. I, I needed some room in case you came with receipts. You know? like, hey, hey. Got a guy in here. Type back what he said. I need a buffer. I need a buffer. Hey, I get it. Respect. Can't get away from the. She'll probably also clip it, you know, so it's like just. 100%. But anyway, no, she was here and then uh, I was with her the, during the weekend. And, you know, that's always ease because mm-hmm. uh, there's I got a ton of projects still going. I'm still going. Still going. Work. Yeah. So um, the Goldie Awards happened. Yeah, man. Yeah. And uh, I mean, what's what's uh, an award show without or a competition without a little bit of controversy? Man. Now, those that uh, that advance lazy boy. Easy pick, yummy. Well, real quick, for those that don't even know what the Goldie Awards is, sure. right? yes. Shout out to uh, DJ A Track, Fool's Gold. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, uh, the guest uh, hosts, I mean, I'm sorry, guest judges, judges. were uh, DJ Craze, Craze and DJ Unique, mm-hmm. yes, I believe. And um, they hosted a, for the first time a, basically a digital uh, version of the competition. Yeah, yeah. streamed it. DJ competition and a beat they did battle it competition. On Twitch. All on Twitch. Fool's Gold's Twitch. And um, I think for the first time also, it was kind of like no rules. Like you could do whatever you want. I believe all the sets were pre-recorded and submitted. Yeah. Um, so you really had the reins to do whatever you wanted. Yep. Uh, and then... No, we can yeah, because we. Oh, excuse me, I don't mean to cut you off. Because we were curious about what the criteria was, because we weren't yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I even went to the yeah. website. I didn't and see the like, thing. So yeah, I didn't see the criteria, which no is rules. which is fine. I yeah. mean, regardless, people are just going to give their opinions regardless of what the criteria is. Yeah, and that's what we're here to do. Um, so let's just jump to it. Yummy advance, um, uh, lazy boy advance, and the controversy is Fumi. Was it Fumi? Oh, yummy. Oh, uh, Fumi. Sorry, Fumi. That's right. Yeah, we kept saying you hungry. We kept saying yummy. Yeah. Um, Fumi, sorry, Fumi advance, lazy boy advance, and uh, the controversy lies with um, with dynamics 
ADMC. No, and, it was just between Dynamics and um Well, in our what oh, yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. And then what I, I Sure, agree, when it us. came down to the judges, yeah, thinking, yeah, which obviously between is those, more important. It was between those two, yeah. It be, came down between um what's her name? Michelle. Uh, Michelle, DJ Michelle. And Dynamics. And Dynamics. But we but yeah. I thought, you know, and I'm trying to figure out my decision before um the judges made their picks. I'm thinking ADMC has to be in the conversation. 100%. And I, I think he started way. out and then they just filtered it to those two, yeah. um, Dynamics and Michelle. But what do you guys think? Um, whatever your thoughts may be on whether Dynamics should advance or not. What do you guys think, Mike? Uh, I think I understand. Here's the first part. I got to commend the the judges because they they did the judging live. And and as far as like their conversation with each other was happened on the spot. Yep. It wasn't on some like you heard whisper it. this, whisper that. Like yeah. it was very transparent and it seemed like it wasn't the easiest of decisions, which I can imagine in any competition it's not easy. Um with that being said, um I I can see why they made their decision. Uh at the same time I do feel like Dynamics is set had a little more um tech like mm, let's call it like difficulty level, right? Like okay. similar to gymnastics, like some you get judged kind of also based on how high of a score you can get from that move. Yeah. But sure. if you don't execute it to its fullest capability, you that could points. also hurt yeah. you. So it's like a risk taking situation. I think uh Michelle said, which is great, and she's doing and by all means, like me giving my critique doesn't mean a worth a shit because she's doing things that I can't do. Yeah. And, you know, um, and she's been alive less than how long I've been DJing. So um, yep. I got to give her flowers for sure. 100%. Um, and so, but I, I did think she put together what felt like a non error, you know, set pretty much. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah. You could nitpick it but like really she she did a great job so i I think that's where it kind of comes to and maybe dynamics is uh you know from his traditional battle style there might be some spots where you lose that excitement or that momentum i think that happens a lot Mm -hmm. i felt like that with even like one part of lazy boy set felt like it was like over people's heads when it comes to what he what was going on yeah because it wasn't like a trick or like a funny reference or something like that mm-hmm. so um but it i mean it's we're gonna how long is the set Seven minutes? Six, six minutes six minutes, six minutes? Yeah. yeah yeah so i mean i could see what would happen but uh, if, I, if, if if i was judging uh, my vote would be for for dynamics uh but yeah either way deserved I think. And not because he has a globalization set around the corner. <laughs> because he's a good friend. <laughs> exactly. Um, um, first of all, I want to say shout out to all the DJs that participated in this contest. Uh, shout them out. But, you know, um, who's it? <laughs> as is. Um, Precision. As one. Precision. ADMC. As one. ADMC. Uh, Eric J, I believe that I was his Eric name. Eric J, yeah. Um, Zoomy, not yummy. Fumi, Fumi, Fumi. <laughs> Zumi, not young Fumi. Fumi, Yeah, shout out to all those guys that participated because back back to what Mickey was saying, they all did stuff in their sets that no one sitting at this table could do. Sure. Yeah, 100 percent So one shout try. out to the guys. They you guys killed it. Especially um, Sean. It's, yeah, especially Sean. <laughs> 
You gonna fuck around since Sean at the next holding. Sean gonna be there. Yeah, I felt the same way. I felt the same way. I personally thought ADMC deserved to be in when it came to that third contestant. Should have been more in the conversation. Um, I think he his set overall was extremely clean, mm-hmm. uh, technical wise. Like the difficulty of the um, of the moves that he was doing and whatnot were were done were executed extremely well. The he made it entertaining, calling all the DJs out, et cetera, et cetera. I thought that he that and that's just my opinion. I thought that he should have been. In that um, in that conversation, just a little bit more. I personally thought it should have been between um, Michelle and ADMC as opposed to Dynamics. And now I say that the only reason why I say that because I love Dynamics. Dynamics I've seen and we've all seen Dynamics in so many DJ battles. We're spoiled with Dynamics, exactly. And that's, that's the, the thing. thing. And I felt like I've seen Dynamics do. I've seen Dynamics do better sets than the one that he's done in this one. Even on the controller. I'll give you that. Even on the controller. That's personally how I felt. You know what I'm saying? So Dynamics is an amazing DJ. We all know that. Yeah. You know, there's no denying that 100%. Even on the fucking controller. Like, he bodied that shit. You know what I mean? Um, so that's just my opinion. Does he lose any points for being on a controller? No. He gains yeah. points from being on a controller. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that because it's it's a whole different thing that you're... that It's like something he really... And regardless of whether you picked it up yesterday or it's been you've been on it for three four years it's not something that you typically use in a battle and there's there's a whole different thought process behind it i think you know on the turntables the wheels are turning and you you have it all timed out you as long as you've been djing you've you figured out how to time it and pull it back and do yeah and juggle it but cdj is a whole different animal true um and real quick let me just yeah. go through the lineup so we have it accurate yeah precision admc dynamics fumi lazy boy eric j as one and dj michelle Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. So with all that being said, I would have went with um, Dynamics. Um, I thought he was better than the other two within ADMC and Michelle. Um, but I will say this about ADMC. I know there was a lot of wordplay and I think some some people may be over that. But the way he did wordplay wasn't obnoxious. In fact, it was far from obnoxious. It was he was really he, he did a really good job being in and out with it. The timing of it was great. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was a bit of an elevation to the whole wordplay thing. Um, but, um, but yeah, and I'm, I'm not taking anything away from Michelle, but I have to agree with you on what you said, Mike, where you get you, where there's a higher risk, you get more rewards, um, or you get more points. And I felt that's what it should have been with dynamics. Like, obviously we're mature enough and we can, um, judge this well enough to to not include Michelle's age and not include Dynamics's age in as a DJ because he's been doing this for a long time and he even put made put a statement saying I don't know how many times I gotta be told you know or I gotta get snuffed out or not make the cut even though I felt I should like understandably so to feel that way but I didn't use that at a part of my criteria was well you know he's, this has happened to him over and over again. I think we should give it to him this and like that wasn't a part of my criteria. My criteria is just, you know, whatever how dope you were, what what I saw in the video and I thought he edged her out. Um pulling out the whole bass guitar like that was cool, obviously talented, obviously something we all can't do, but it didn't make me say that put her over the edge. 
Um, so yeah, I, I really thought all three of those were neck and neck and you probably couldn't have gone wrong with picking one of those three. But again, we got to remember it was only supposed to be two finalists. It wasn't supposed to be a third, third craze, yeah. craze kind of pushed him, <clears throat> kind of nudged a track yeah. into picking a third. But ultimately, unless Michelle just really flips our wigs, it's coming down to lazy boy who, who had the most visual and what we'll show, you know, we'll show some clips who had the most visual and creative. He just evolved again. Like he made it extremely that We're talking about, yeah. at, at least I went into depth. I picked apart his and I, and I really, and I, and I went into depth on how he changed and elevated the game and kind of went down a little history of how three style had evolved. He did it again. Now, the question that came to my mind is, and I don't doubt it at all, but can he do this live on a stage without a video to edit and do all that? Yes, I think he absolutely can, but it creates a whole different battle, I think, when you don't have those cool little visuals and Rick and Morty to be I mean, to he be won freestyle. Yeah. No, again, I don't doubt it. In yeah. fact, um, shoot, shout out to Lazy Boy. I didn't I didn't I didn't tell you guys, but after we covered his three style set. He called me asking me for like ideas on what to. Yeah, he, he, he DM'd he, he DM'd you guys us. Too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is dope. Yeah, which was dope. No, it's dope that he took, and even Dynamic said, I took a page out of Lazy Boy's book to. Um, he didn't hit us up. He didn't hit us up. <laughs> that so like, fuck y'all. He's like, y'all, y'all ain't even on guess, Twitch. That's why he's not in the finals, huh? <laughs> hey. You would have used our routines. Love you, Ellis. You would have made it. No, kidding. No, but yeah, shout out to Lazy Boy because he, he reached out and he just goes to show like he is the man, but a part of being the man is getting help from other people. <clears throat> 100. Um, yep. So yeah, so with all that being said, um, we thought it would be dope to show some of our favorite clips and highlight what we liked uh, about each winner. Um, we'll start off with my clip on Fumi. Um, and this, like, it's funny because you open up the Goldie Awards um, page and this is the first thing I'm the seeing. I'm first like, thing you what? Seen. The, what did I just walk like, into? A whole different world. That was clean. Stop. Turn me up. She said, uh. Look at Craze. Look at Craze. Like I said, when you said, like you said, when he, as soon as you open it, if you go back to the archive of the, of the replay of it, it starts right on that. Right on that yeah. So as soon as you open, you're like, wait a minute, I don't even got, I didn't got time to adjust, get my bearings yeah. right. Like we just, my, just going there high. yeah, like you, you, we didn't get no like pre warm up or anything. Like this is like right, wait, no opening wait. DJ, hey, nothing. Uh, man, like, There's shit. six minutes of that. Yeah. Like Jesus, yeah, yeah. he bodied right. that shit. I can't even. Front. The whole routine, the whole routine the whole was thing. disgusting. They they did say he they would like a little more stage presence. Yeah, that's but, the only yeah that's man, the only thing that's I can say. If that's what you're him. gonna nitpick, I can I can live with that. If yeah, one hundred. Like easy fix. Hey, DJ Michelle stage presence. She yeah, did. She, she did. did. Speaking of which, here you go, DJ Michelle. <laughs> Hold on, man. 
Them cups are so clean. Yeah. Woo! I need her lighting You didn't see the bass down there. He goes, Chris, can you do that? How did you not tip over, you know? She said, you got contact? That's cute. I got the real thing. Oh, the bass. What? Chris, can you do that? I bet she don't play with dolls. She ain't got time for dolls. Me either. Man. Listen. All right. All right. As much as you don't want to, you have to consider her age. You have to. You have to. Yeah. She's eight years old, bro. Yeah. I have nephews that are eight years old. Sean has a son that's eight years He's old. He's turning eight. Yeah. He's turning eight. He can play what? Fortnite. They can, my, nephews, <laughs> my nephews can barely operate an iPad. <laughs> Shorty, Shorty, Shorty is doing techniques like advanced scratches that again most of us can't even do or you know what I mean like at this moment if you put a setup on us we would have to warm up to probably get to that part but we're not coming in straight off just doing shit like that like that's amazing and then for her to play the fucking bass like you know what's the wildest part about that like she genuinely wants to do this exactly like, this is yeah. fun to her us at eight years old we want to pick up a ball and hey, shoot on exactly bro. like she like, dad can i get the bass guitar, guitar. can i go like, get the nah, turntables i don't want to watch an ipad i don't want to watch a movie i i, I want to play on my turntables like this is genuine love man, for what you're doing yo shout out yeah, shout out to dj uh michelle man she's for from sure. dubai yeah, and her parents eight, eight years old yeah her parents eight years old like and like you said stage presence she was the happiest Oh yeah, DJ on the a little kid thing. being themselves wins any and, and all the time. <laughs> like, like, that's just, you don't need any more stage like, presence. You, I didn't. Need, she could have just st- st- stood there dancing, moving. Mm-hmm. It's like cuteness alone. She won. No, nah, yeah, one hundred percent. Um. All right. Here's the uh, DJ Lazy Boys. Yeah. Section. She like nah. Mm-hmm. Straight up chilies. She's like no, no, Daryl. I named seven more restaurants. No cream. No. I looked my woman in the eye socket. I said bitch. I love, I love how he bitches, throws in the Serato screenshot mm-hmm. of the sample he used. Obviously, calling everybody out. That's what I say. He ain't call Michelle a bitch. <laughs> Anything goes in the back. Nice with the Serato sample. And then turn wordplay into a, into a screen effect. I'm a leader at last. This a dawn you with my non to spit niggas lose, lose consciousness. consciousness. Well, oh, this shit was crazy. Yeah, yeah. this shit was crazy. Then Rick and Morty, you win. Like yeah. TV from other dimensions and then, yeah, it's just, uh, my favorite feel cartoon. To it. Yeah, it's got an almost improvisational tone. <laughs> And then you see how you put the lazy boy, his 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 lazy boy in the in the in the font of the Rick and Morty man. Like lazy boy just made it extremely entertaining, bro. Yeah, y'all got to watch the whole set because it's fully entertaining. Fully entertaining all the way. I don't know whose it is to lose because it's between uh, Fumi and Lazy Boy, um, and one and each represent a whole different aspect of the battle. Like right. obviously one being super technical, the other one being 
creative. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be interesting how it works out. But we, obviously you're hearing this after the finals, but we um, later on in this video, we will be giving our two cents on the finals because we're going to watch it, recap it, and I'm sure our thoughts on it at the end of this video. Yeah. All for you guys. All for you guys. So shout out to the three finalists. Looking for forward sure, to for uh, sure. looking forward to you guys' no. uh, final sets, man. Big ups to DJ A Track, Crazy Unique. Yes. Uh, everybody putting down the Goldie Awards, all yeah. their sponsors, you know, willing to take a, a risk on something like that is 100. really kind of refreshing to, you know, be able to put something together even uh, though times are limited or public yeah. uh, gatherings are limited. Great content for DJs right now. I think real quick, one thing to acknowledge is and this is something we we love to complain about, but when it's here in front of us, we don't give it its flowers. This is created from a DJ for a DJ, as opposed to hey, you know, it'd be cool if we do a little DJ wiki wiki battle. <laughs> like stupid. this wiki, is wiki battle, and and you really got to, you know, when anytime you get opportunity on your platform, you really got to show love to these guys because I don't have any complaints about what's going on here because it's done the right way. It's coming from. It's coming from the essence. It's in its purest form. And there's no politics. Um, it's just them being honest and giving their expert opinion and judgment. So, yeah, shout out and to And it's just guys. refreshing to find any sort of way to keep DJing alive. Exactly. You know, day, we ain't got no clubs. We, you know, we got ourselves here to talk about what's going on. So we appreciate this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, speaking of keeping DJing alive, uh, Beat Source Locker has woo! been announced. Woo! Um, the time you are hearing this, there hasn't been a release date it's around the corner. Um, and for those that don't know what the Beat Source Locker is, basically it's offline mode. So you can grab your so many songs, maybe not your whole crate or your, your whole library. It's but 50 songs right now, right? I yep. think the first rollout okay. would be Let, 50 songs. Let's say it's 50. Yeah. You can go offline with those 50 songs and still use Beat Source. Um, so yeah, shout out to those guys. Shout out to the home team. Yeah, be on the lookout for that release, man. It's the it, it is the Resources future. Is the future. So I, I don't know. We I feel like we have to say this every now and then on this pod. But I had someone text me and complain about the lack of hip hop songs on um, DJ City, and of course I had to <clears throat> like I tell everybody else, it's not on DJ City. Every late record label, I mean every record pool, is suffering through certain songs not being uploaded because they're not allowed. And if they do, they run the risk of having their site shut down yep so this is the next thing the whole beat source locker eventually around the corner you will get intros and outros to these songs and and while we were on break they locked in a deal with empire records mm -hmm. and another record label um to have to allow intros and outros and then next will be remixes unofficial yep. remixes so the artist does get their points and credit um for their songs being played on beat source so Shout out to the home team. So remix yeah. my shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's um let's let's jump. Well, since we're still on music, let's let's jump to Metallica real quick. Um, and, 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 and people getting paid and not getting paid. So the funny part about this all is back in what two thousand one. Well, explain explain what happened with Metallica. So Metallica first. was yeah. performing live on Twitch. Seemed like a great idea. Um and. In the middle of their set, or I don't even know if it was the middle, somewhere in their set, Twitch automatically cut it off and started playing random music. And we have a video here to show you exactly <laughs> what um, what happened. This is Metallica. 
start that one, right? Yeah, okay. Sure. Oh, you got What? Something happened. Still, uh, still headbanging. <laughs> <laughs> not headbanging. Yeah. Oh. Mosh Yo, I can't believe. <laughs> Look again with that guitar. I can't believe they did the, did this to them live, bro. <laughs> That's fucked up. Shit talk. Maybe they're trolling. <laughs> Twitch. Who's trolling? No, Metallica. Oh, maybe. Yeah. All right. So. With all that being said, the, the irony of it all is 2001, they fought against Napster to not have their music streamed or uh, accessible for free. And now they're kind of in that position where <laughs> this shit backfired. they want it to be stuff. free, but the record labels are like, eh, eh. nah. I'm like, hold up. This is what you fought for. And it just sounds like a headache to get the label that that music on, to get that label on the same page with Twitch for that hour or whatever it is. Um. So yeah, that's um, that's what we're dealing with with Twitch. Jeez, so, man. even Metallica is not safe, is what we're saying. They're right, not- and and if anyone should be safe, do they, we? They are up there too, being safe. Do we know if Metallica made a statement afterwards? Like, it's a good question. Yeah. I, I didn't see anything. I didn't look mm. for anything. I just we'll, know we'll be on the we'll be on the lookout. We'll follow up on that. See see what Metallica had to say about. I imagine those guys elevator like, music uh, being played during their shit. That was that was like Sesame Street meets the fucking tropical. Tropical Sesame Street. It was very jingly. I'm about, to, yeah. I'm about to hit Twitch up and be like, "Yo, y'all need producers to cover over shit." <laughs> right. That's not a bad one. Right? Exactly. Right. At least you get a slap. <laughs> Some shit. <laughs> Can you imagine you um, listening to Metallica and all you hear is like trap shit right. coming? <laughs> Lit. You got some angry Trump fans. <laughs> oh my god, they can't win. <laughs> they can't. This has been a rough two months. It's been a rough twenty twenty one for Trump 21, fans. Not it for Trump fans. Like, Speaking oh. of uh, not winning, you, you know who's had a rough two weeks? It's Meek Mill. Hold on, wait a minute, Mr. Mills. <laughs> Hold on, wait yeah, a minute. I, I, hope you're I, was finished. I hope you're finished. Let's get back on track to what's important. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, first of all, let's let's talk about. Life. The, the the where he started his rough patch. The whole thing was six nine. Do you guys think that shit was staged? I don't the know. The parking man. lot thing. Yeah, I, to be honest with you, I, I, it could have been. Nah, I don't see how that benefits nah. either one of them. Nah, but look, I know that before you go anywhere, especially as a rapper, you have security to go see if everything is cleared. Everything from outside the back door to the parking lot. Yeah, we're good. Send them. And you get the club involved to make sure everyone's on the same page. You know, so that makes me think, I don't know, maybe, maybe six, nine, and then we're just hiding and waiting for him to pop out. But yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I I, I want to feel like I want to give him a pass. Like, all right, maybe you didn't know. You I know? feel like it benefits six, nine though, because when you really think about it, he's not really been on our radar per se since he got out and then like put out his album and then his Humbled album it. flopped. And then like, so he's not in that normal conversation, but by being this little nuisance and starting to be all extra, and yeah, I can see that making Doing a million dollar chain before. or just, I mean, being yeah. himself again, like he figured just, he could pick on someone or go at someone that he felt like, yeah, that's got something, yeah, going what, what, for themselves. What's funny is Meek was like, well, "What was he saying? He got me, or I didn't ask for this? <laughs> like, what, what did I do like, to deserve this? He said, what did I do to deserve this? He's playing victim with the phone yeah, out. Yeah. He's like the carrying, yelling, oh my god, he's hitting me.'" Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Yo, how do you run up on someone with the phone in your hand talking shit like you trying to kill him? Man. Behind cops. Behind, yeah. 
Man. Listen, if, if I'm know. a rapper or if I'm just in that industry, I know, right? I'm I'm Sean's an artist. distancing myself as <laughs> oh. far away as possible from six nine sure. and any of that bullshit because I, I like I just don't want nothing to do with the you dude. Like, is that how you avoid the smoke? Calling yourself artist instead of rapper? Is that what it is? Sometimes to be a rapper, no, man. Nah, nah, you just don't, don't want to label. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to label yourself. In what sense? Hey, Chris Brown will take the fade with anybody. Okay. And I got Chris Brown. Wait, you saying R and B artists have it tougher? Than no, they're the tougher oh, than okay. all the rappers. Mm. Trey. Yeah, look at Tory Lanez. No, nah, that's because they the feel world. like they feel like they got something to prove because they're R and B nigga. Right. Yeah, you, know you think because like, I'm melodic? Yeah, because I'm soft. Like remember, years ago, I don't know if you guys remember this, like. Jaheen was getting um, uh, interviewed in, um, at uh, Power One, not Power One Six. I'm tripping. Um, Hot, 97. Hot 97, and tore the fucking studio apart because they asked him if he was like gay or some shit like that or whatever. Like, no, oh. just say no, nigga. I'm not gay, and well, then keep it moving. Where's Jaheen from? Jaheen is from. I don't know. I don't know. Good question. Virginia. I, really don't know. I don't know to be honest with you, but either. But again, an R&B nigga trying to show his toughness. Because he's an R&B nigga and he don't want to be considered soft because you sing. So, hey, I, I was told one of those the barge dudes is a real cat. Like you don't want to like oh, yeah. Elder Barge. Uh, I believe all like, R&B niggas are real. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. talking like a real pimp, yeah. like player That's player shit. Yeah. It's it, a pimp it, named Slickback. You, you can't be an R&B artist from the eighties, nineties, shit. <laughs> at any time period and not have done cocaine. So yeah, yeah I mean they get down. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> Different animal. Different, different times. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So moving on to Daft Punk, how do we feel about? Oh, this? he's uh, from Jersey. Excuse me. Jersey. Oh, oh no, go. we ain't finished talking about Meek Mill. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Forgot yeah. about that whole so, thing. Yeah. yeah. The issue was six nine. Then he got he got into it with uh, Whack One Hundred. Um, oh yeah. I don't know what the fuck he Wait, got I into. I don't even know. About that. I don't yeah, even yeah. know. Yeah, it was literally Is like in regards they, to Kobe. It was like literally no. This was before the Kobe thing. Okay. He was he Whack. Said he said something in regards Wait, that Wack he said he's the games yeah. manager. Yeah, correct. I know he said something. Yeah, like yeah. The Wack, so, right. so Wack one hundred no, games thing. manager said something. You're right. Yeah. Said something referencing the issue, the situation with uh, Meek and Six Nine, mm. yeah. and um, so Meek responded to that. I don't know exactly what was said uh, between them, but that just falls in line of week, uh, Meek just having a bad week, two weeks oh, or whatever, yeah. following. The whole Kobe shit, <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> and, and then he, um, and then he got caught up in the Kobe stuff. Um, like, what, what do you guys think about that line? Is it the timing is wrong? Would, would I think, you, is it I, something you would still say ten years? From I don't. Now? I don't. I think the timing was wrong. I think he should have just left it. So for people who don't know, Meek Mill uh, dropped us. He did. It was. It's not. Snippet, yeah. It's a snippet of a song that he has with Lil Baby. And the line is something like, I'll bring the choppers up. I'll go out the chopper like up, another Kobe. Like, in, and it'll be another Kobe or whatever. Now, I don't think he had any ill intentions saying, mentioning Kobe's name and, you know, the chopper and whatnot. I don't think he had any ill intentions. I just think that it, the timing was wrong. He shouldn't have said it. He should have left it out. Like, it, it's just, you, you don't, it, it was insensitive. Pretty much what his, what his wife said, what Kobe, what Vanessa said. It was just insensitive, and you could have done better than that. Yeah, I'll borrow a take from the JBP. It's just like it, if it wasn't such a hard bar that it deserved to be in to there, be in to the still be right. left in there. Yeah, like, it's not like you couldn't come up with another bar that would have been that. better than that. Yeah, if it's you know again, if it like 
was put together in a way and, and maybe a different time. Like maybe there's a reference there, but like, no. Right. But I mean, here's my thing. Obviously, we take it all. Sorry. We no, take it all no. way more personal because, I mean. Kobe. Kobe. It's Kobe. Like, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, rappers would reference Emmett Till. And yeah. talking like a reference about beating up the pussy, and you talking no about beating like a black man that got beat up. Different times. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like so, but still, it, different times. So. That doesn't that doesn't matter. Nobody, I think, no, nobody I think, jumped up in arms at the time. And I, but, no, but I, I know, but that's my point. That that's what I'm saying. Like this like, isn't even a release record. Yeah, right, and I right, think exactly. I think it's the amount of time that passed between the Emmett Till uh, incident to when these rappers but, are saying the thing. But again, I think still, it's just about timing. Yeah, but still, it's something that should be referenced in pertaining to this because rappers getting in trouble for their lyrics yeah, and how that works. Like, you know, you could talk about Rick Ross situation, like, and him saying the Molly thing and and the, and the drink and the you ain't even know it. But like, bro, ain't no fun. It's, it's mm. at the end of the day. <laughs> Shit, bro, I love that song. <laughs> There's people still running that back. That's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, it's just, it's just. It's, it's part of the art, and I do I do agree, obviously, because it's Kobe. Like it, it's it's fucked up, but at the end of the day, it's, it's just part of the art. Let me let me ask you, you know? guys this: if this if this bar was said a decade from now, does it have the same response? I think so. From people, I think so. From the masses, people sensitive now. Ten years from now, ten years from now, ten years from now, our, our cancel culture is going to be so sensitive. Ten years from now, um, it, it probably just as bad. No, okay. Um, if you but, sneeze and don't cover your nose, I think people. I think. I think. Yeah. I, I mean, think, shit now. Exactly. I think that. I think that the people's attention span is so short that people wouldn't even put two and two together. Like, I think it would go over a lot of people's heads, and they wouldn't even register the fact that he was like, yeah, you could hear Kobe's name, but you don't reference the chopper line and shit like that. Ten years mm-hmm. from now. Ten years from we, now. We. Yeah. we, we Late forties, pushing fifty. Yeah, niggas is his nigga. Like, what are we gonna? Niggas' say? brains is not as sharp. Yeah. <laughs> his kids won't care. So, a little kid raps about it. So you know, reading the lyrics, building up to this part of the of the Kobe line, like obviously there wasn't no ill will put towards Kobe. It wasn't like a shot or anything. It wasn't anything negative towards Kobe. So I understand, like in his thought process, why. Like he thought this would go, this would work because I'm not dissing Kobe. I'm just saying Kobe went out like, like, whatever. I'm gonna go out like that, and I'm gonna be loved and missed and whatever. So it's like from a creative artistic standpoint, I get what he was trying to do. But no, a part of that, a part of rapping is timing. Mm-hmm. Like, what makes this different than J Cole saying um, Gary Coleman, "Life is short." You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like to some degree, it's it's the same thing, but no one was up in arms about that. Everyone was like, "Oh, because well, nobody shit. cares about Gary Coleman, <laughs> right?" I mean, so no, it I'm comes not. down to a popularity contest. <laughs> it comes down to respectfully, rest in peace. <laughs> you are. Um, it comes down to it comes down to a popularity contest. Podcast <laughs> and and timing. Um. So yeah, no. He, end of the day. The, those, the guys are right. It wasn't hard enough to just let it go and allow it to be. He's going to change it. No, and he apologized, though. He apologized. He, he said yeah. he apologized he reached, in he private. He reached out in private. We don't yeah. know. The the main issue, I think, also that, and maybe we didn't emphasize this, was also that when Vanessa put out the IG story, um, 
seeing that how distasteful it was and insensitive and the timing and everything else that she had a problem with it, rightfully so. Meek tweeted something along the lines of like, fuck all that, sen- fuck that oh, sensitivity right, shit. Right, right, right. I'm on my savage shit. Yeah. Yeah. Bruh. Yeah, just timing. Really bad. Timing. 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 She did say you don't timing. walk into the parking lot at the right from, time. I'm not familiar. You don't got your Kobe line, so you don't got your apology. Yeah, but man. that's not this, is it? I'm not familiar with your music. That's the opening line. She did. She. I mean, you can again, again, again. Maybe her intentions weren't to try to play him, and she was like, "I'm, I'm being honest with you. I don't listen to your music, right? But I, I would, I, I'm, I'm aware of who you are." I know that you're an established artist. I think you could do better than She's that. She's like, I like Drake way better than you. She didn't say all so, that, nigga. <laughs> look, if, I, if, I, if, I, if I'm Meek Mill, somebody said, I'm not familiar. I said, hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> That's all I said. Bitch, you heard I'm a boss. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vanessa's never been in the club. She, around, around that She's time. Around that time. She doesn't Kobe know. played I'm a boss. Somebody played it in her, her club. Again. Again, no, remember, Rick Ross is the same dude that said you don't like me shooting in the gym. She ain't fucking with anybody from Dream. Dream Chaser, whatever they call Maybach yeah. music. She ain't fucking with anybody. Yeah. yeah. You know, but well, whatever. hopefully, you know. Hopefully, uh, he cleans it up. Not yeah, hopefully, good Mika, Mika, hopefully, Mika has a better week next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll check back in. You yeah. won't have such a meek week. Don't get on Clubhouse, Meek. Don't get on Clubhouse. Just, just um, going to hide it for a little bit. Right. <laughs> All right. So moving on. Daft Punk split. Man. Uh, what, what do you guys, how do you guys feel about this? To be honest with you, it's sad, but I'm not surprised, man. They had what? 27, 28 year run? What was their last album? The, the Random Access Memories, right? 2014. Yeah, the couple of joints that right. they did with Pharrell. That's Warner. the thing. It's like, you, last time you put out was six years ago. You might as well have been split up. Yeah. Yeah. You might as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they do a bunch of shit. Well, I know they do do production together on the low. Um, but um, there's a good theory out there, and I I can't front like I came up with it, but it would be really because I was like, damn, like why not wait? I mean, you haven't done shit for a while, so why not just wait three more years and do the and like thirty years, we're done. Mm. But then you really think about it, why not break up and, and then come back, back at thirty? Yeah, no years one ever breaks for the up. thirty year anniversary. I mean, no one ever quits. And then I mean, unless somebody you know, I don't know, fuck their wife. I don't know. But I mean, what does what does what does the breakup mean? So they are they going to go and do their own solo thing, or are they going? Like, yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, right that's now? what I'm saying. What does the breakup mean? Do they plan on putting out more music? But like just when Paul Pierce retired, who cares? Yeah, <laughs> definitely not me. Yeah. <laughs> so so when the weekend weekend's not going to get any more Daft Punk of songs, that's like is that a part of the breakup? Like um, oh, I can only means- work with one of them. Maybe six nine reached out. They're like, you know what? And we got to this point in our career where six nine is reaching out to us. It's time to go. <laughs> you know what? We yeah, broke up. Uh, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, like again, I it, again, it's sad to see him. It's, it's sad to see such a um, impactful group break up, but I'm not surprised. No man, be you know, like, you know, it, yeah, I'm, I'm appreciative no, of all the music and what they've done. For the industry, but I saw. Oh, well, they changed clubbing back in 2008 at their Coachella festival. What they did with those visuals oh, yeah. changed clubs. Mm-hmm. Period. It's probably the biggest it. breakup since B2K, huh? Nah. <laughs> Jay and Kanye. B2K man, was a big breakup. I need them bro. to get back together. I Ooh. need to watch the throne too. But they never broke up. 
No, because you you, you, you want you want that old Kanye. You, you're not gonna no. get that. I, I don't care. I need. I'll take the gospel bars. I'm you with know, it. We oh, might man. get you dark Kanye. Get the, you ain't get the old Kanye. We or might the dark get Kanye. a whole new Kanye yeah, I mean, because he he's singles. a divorce. Man. You can get single bars now. Yo, I uh, bet Kanye and Jay put some shit out now. Kanye and Future need to get in a room and make an album. Yeah, for sure. All right, that'd be crazy. Yeah. I bet you everybody's coming back to fuck with Kanye now. I wonder if Kanye falls off the gospel and they sing, you know? Nah. Nah, I don't think so. What are you going to do? Go find yourself a... Oh, never mind. I'm not going to go that nah, the tax breaks are too good. <laughs> huh? Tax breaks are too good. Tax breaks? They, I mean, I, I mean, that depends gonna, on the choir. If you, you pay the choir, you gotta pay the choir. Yeah. That starts with pay the choir. Pay the choir, Kanye. That, that lawsuit is going up. By the way, <laughs> oh, yeah. every time I check in, it's it's more money being asked for. Listen, pay the choir for the choir. Pay the choir. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Interesting. That's a whole man. That's a whole different level of thinking. Because if if Mickey owed one of his workers something, it, it'd be taken care of. <laughs> but to just say, oh yeah, I owe you money. I'll get to it. Like, bro, just pay him. Like, you're, you're a billionaire. You're a billionaire. Just, just fucking yeah, pay him. What's it? the problem? It's a whole different thought process to just not pay. Uh, the only Make thing it, I can think me. of is you're taking that money, you're putting it into into a stock or a, bank, a savings account or Bitcoin. It's accruing, you know, it's <laughs> like, generating Mike, interest. You, you, like, that's what Birdman used to do. <laughs> Mike, said, you I have, have my money in CCIV. <laughs> Mike, you have to get you out of the dip. When we get to the moon, I'll get you your money. You have employees. What would be a reason for you not to pay someone for a job that they already performed? Yo, full transparency. I've been in that seat before. It's not easy. I, but you're also not sitting on millions of dollars. Like Kanye's no, sitting But on what millions. I'm saying is you're still sitting on, the, obviously, the amount of money is different. You know what I mean? He's still sitting on enough money where if he owed an employee money, he can easily take care of what, he's, what okay, that look, employee's owed. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't think that's any position any um, business owner ever wants to be in. And I, I've never been, fortunately, I've never been in a position where that's been the case. I think I have in the past been like late a day or two. That's understandable. Um, but that's also frustrating because a lot of the, uh, my employees are younger, so yeah. they tend to live check to check. check yeah. Yeah. I've been there before. I think we've all been there before at some point. Shout out to DJs. And so yeah. all of us been there. <laughs> some of us still old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still old from a house party in 2007. Oh. Shit. Yo, yo, it's crazy because yeah, I ran that. into somebody. Uh, not to catch the story, no, y'all. Please. No, but no. I ran into somebody that we all know, but I'm not going to say their name. Who was a promoter back in the day that we used to we used to we'll fuck with? We'll bleep it. Go ahead. Um, we gonna bleep it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Owes me money. Yeah. And I ran into him for a spot that, we, and it was random because one of our buddies that owns a man uh, runs a uh, restaurant in West Hollywood invited us out to the spot, and we went, and I saw him. Yeah, new and glasses. The guy, and the guy was like, "Oh, you know, like you know, like you know, blah blah yeah, blah." I know. And he was just like, "You want to say what's up to him?" Nah. <laughs> They were like, what? Well, like, the situation, he kind of owed me money. Like, it would, it ended it bad. So it was just like, I get that. Like, you know, when someone's like, yo, he still owe me money from like fucking 10 years ago or some shit like that. And you just, I, no, you he, know, it he is. had the money when he bought my. <laughs> Bro, let me give you let me give you a quick story. He's well, wearing now you your gotta money. bleep that out too. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> no one's gonna. No one's gonna. <laughs> Who the fuck wears the. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yo, he, you know what? I think he had them shits on when I saw him. That's what I'm saying. Damn, he used your money to pay for your shits and then wore them shits when he saw me. He said, like, What's up, I can clear, I see you, nigga. What's poppin', man? <laughs> Looking over the fucking promoters, man. I love oh y'all. Oh, God. Um, All part of the game. Yo, funny ass story with that being said. People act funny when they owe you money. I had a situation where somebody who, who, 
I had a good working relationship with. Go ahead, say the name. We'll bleep it out. Uh, it's irrelevant because you guys wouldn't know who. Oh, okay. Is. So it's not. It's not related to. I'll us. bleep them out like you control the board. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it when I get home. <laughs> but um, no, basically, this is somebody who comes and shots with us a lot. And then you build trust. And then um, there was a pair of shoes he took. It was an expensive pair of shoes. And he, you know, he's like, yeah, I'll, he's, I'll, I'm going to try and move him to one of my clients. He's a stylist, so he's going to go do your thing. So like, cool. And then, um, you know, a couple of days pass by. I'm like, any luck? No. Nope. I said, cool, I got a buyer. Just shoot him back. I'll, you know, I'll sell him myself. He goes, no, 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 no. If anything, I'll just keep him and I'll pay you myself. Cool. Like many pairs, you know, when there's so many out there. They're worth a certain value. Once more come out, they're worth less. Yeah. There's a really expensive pair of shoes. So, they but they they shot down. Yeah. Right? They shot down in value. And so, <clears throat> we had agreed on a certain price. We'll bleep this out. 13000 Okay. Right? And then... Um, Which is a solid price for what they were... At the time, what the they were first, reselling for. I sold, I sold a, a, a smaller size for 15000 Yeah. Like, a day before. Mm. So he has them and then I'm hitting him up for payment. And then he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get it to you. I think he sent me five grand. And I'm like, okay, cool. We got a balance of eight Gs, right? Mm-hmm. And then when another month goes by, now we're talking three months from receipt of the product. Mm. I hit him and I'm like, yo, just checking in on the balance. He goes, what's the balance? I'm like, well. AK, AK, and then he sends me a screenshot of StockX and the new and what it's going for. Now. <laughs> and I said, I said, yo, I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> and I'm and I'm trying to be respectful because at the same time, I'm not trying to burn a bridge. Yeah, but I'm also kind of letting you know without letting you know, like you need to like we just need to put this behind us. And then what what what's even more messed up because this is a part of the, the, I guess, the bigger picture for anybody out there. Like, he, he literally ruined way more business mm-hmm. down the road because he wanted to invest into some of the things I was working on. And because he didn't, he couldn't handle this smaller amount, I'm like, how am I ever going to trust you with a larger amount? Exactly. And then keep in mind, fast forward, um, he sends me an amount and then, uh, I hear nothing for, you know, when the balance is up to uh, 7500 He uh, So he only paid 500 bucks. When it gets to 7500 I hit him up. This is now eight months in. Okay. I say, yo, look, um, I'm just done waiting. Like, we need to figure this out. We need to figure it out ASAP. He goes, okay, bet. He goes, I'm sending you a payment, and then my accountant's going to reach out to you. I'm like, Okay. So an accountant reached out to me and she says, hey, uh, this is so-and-so's accountant. Uh, you no longer need to reach him regarding his, regarding his balance. What's the balance? And I'm like, all right, there's a balance. Let me know. Cool. Got a payment. Like, it was 1500 bucks. Still owes X amount. This guy unfollows me. He like. People so fucking petty. He, he wouldn't reply to anything. He didn't block me. But it's just like crazy how like you are in the wrong in every single way. And you feel bothered by me asking for the money. Asking for my money. I hate that. I with hate no that. interest. I hate that. I hate that. That's triggering. I hate that. Yeah. I hate when people do that. It, like I'm the one that looks like an asshole. Yeah. Here. Like yeah. like I owe you something, money. Right. Like Fuck I'm man. like you owe me whatever X amount of money, 
But I'm the asshole because I'm bugging you for the I'm, money that you owe me. I'm the inconvenience. Months later, many months later. Yeah. Shit, almost like, a year later. That cash we're is on. worth less. We're, 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 we got vaccines out now and you still right. owe me money. <laughs> right. Nigga, LA is opened up. <laughs> yeah. I don't so, know. Anyway, anyway. I'm just saying, people, <laughs> act, people act funny. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it, it weaves the, right, the wrong people out. That's... Amen. What the hell were we talking about before? Daft Punk. Let's put a ribbon on Daft Punk. Do you guys, <laughs> if you guys have any random access memories of Daft Punk? Like, my introduction to Daft Punk was the heist. Super duper late to the Daft Punk train. Like, I don't know, ten years late. But, but you know what? Daft Punk had those songs that you heard everywhere, but you didn't know you it was didn't Daft know Punk. Who it was. Yeah. In fact, I thought one of them was like Cher or something because it was. <laughs> which? Which? Hold up. First of all. Which Daft Punk song the world, I did you throw Cher? Cher? Around the world? Around the, because at that time, what, what Cher was making, do you believe it? I thought that was like, nah. there were some similarities there in my amateur ear. So I thought that was, I thought that was the same. Regardless, um, the heist, the, uh, the underground EDM party in Hollywood was my introduction. And uh, so, yeah. So after I was a part of that, it was just like, oh, there's nah, this whole world year, of Daft Punk. Year, nah, you had to know about Daft Punk before then. Not Daft song. Punk as Daft Punk. I knew the songs. I just didn't know who did them. I just thought it was just whatever. Sure. What, was it 2000? Stronger. Heist? No, Stronger. What year did Stronger come out? You that was like 2010. Was? Nine, ten. Was it? That was the same time? Yeah. I it, was like it was after the, It was after yeah. we got yeah, introduced to that. Yeah, it was before that. That was before. Google it now. No. Are we saying Stronger or The Heist? Okay, okay. They may have overlapped. Are we saying regardless? It was in that. Gen- I mean, I don't think we need. I think an exact it was around year, the same time, but it was around that time. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I I was aware of who Daft Punk was when when Around the World and and um, One More Time it was like the shit. Um, but I didn't know anything outside of those two tracks yeah. by these by this group. You know what I'm saying? Graduation was 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it wasn't until. You know, I got into I got into DJing and started to get into it, and then learning more about you know some of the shit, especially like the samples that were being used yeah. from mm-hmm. their music and shit. Yeah, like then Busta had right. the Touch It sample. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't Sean. know that was a when I heard um, when I heard uh, the Busta Rhyme song, I didn't know that I was a Daft Punk. Again, I, I heard that was Daft Punk. I just didn't know anything about the dudes because I grew up on hip hop. Yeah, like, I didn't grow up on house music or anything like that. Man. Um, but you know what we really did here before we knew it. Mm-hmm. Another story is the Jay Dilla sample. There's there's a there's a song. Forgot the name of it. Um, listeners can shout it out. But there is a, a popular Jay Dilla song that he sam he sampled a Daft Punk song, and um, it might have been a Slum Village song actually. And uh, and Daft Punk reached out and said, "Yo, we know you're using like that's our sample." And he was kind of like, "Oh shit!" But they're like, "We don't want to sue. We want to." We want to talk to you. We yeah, want to work right. with you. Mm. So there's. So you there's got to respect artists like that, man. Mm-hmm. Producers like that in the industry. Yeah. Yo, Bob James, the <laughs> jazz musician, he mm-hmm. just did like some. Raise it up. I think it's raise it up. Raise it up. Oh, raise it up. Oh, shit. He just linked up with one like, it's like one of those companies like Splice or whatever to, with Night Wonder too, to like release all his music. So that anybody can sample it, you know, it's just subscription wow. based. Yeah. You pay and you can get all without paying. Oh, so you you, you just free. You play. Well, you I, I pay a certain fee and you get royalty yeah. free shit. Yeah, right. oh, that's dope. Oh, but his yeah. entire catalog, and he's like one of the most sampled yeah. musicians of yeah. all time. That's dope. That's man. crazy. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. That's what, damn. Wonder how much he got from this because I don't think Splice is making a killing. Like I know how much Sack Noel got. I'm not gonna say, but I know how much he got in. <laughs> I don't. I'm <laughs> believing everything very, in this episode. Very trigger, trigger, trigger happy with that bleep. Um, but you know, I can I can't imagine what they would give. Maybe Splice is doing a lot better than what I think they're doing. Mm. But yeah, I, I use Splice mm-hmm. for all my music. Like it's just it's organized. It's convenient. And I got to get into this loop master thing that Beatsport acquired. Mm. Yeah, I'm yeah. curious to see what Daft Punk's going to do, man. If they're going to put out music individually. So I think project. they come back. Yeah, I'm agreeing with Mickey. They yeah. come back 30 I mean, or some festival. They bring it back. They 35 years. Coachella. Coachella. Maybe Coachella. Maybe something else. I don't know. The bid's are out. How old There's got to be a bid. For I'm not them. leaving. How, how old do you think those guys are? They're in their... 50s. Early fifties, early fifties. Don't matter. So that means that means when they when they when they decide that they want to come out. I mean, if they do it at thirty, then they'll still be in their fifties. But if they do like 35, 40 years, these niggas are gonna be sixty years old DJing on a huge stage. Yeah, let's go, baby. Uh, you know, you know, another reason back to um, like the headline when they say publicist confirmed. Anytime publicist is in a headline, I'm not trusting anything. <laughs> right. It's a setup. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe you. Exactly. You're setting me up to believe this, but but it's a great story. We can all think back to whatever, our introduction to all that and and all the good times we have with, the, with that music. Of course, you can't help but think of AM. Mm-hmm. That, was yeah. a, that was his favorite group and he dressed up as them for Halloween and probably another reason why they were so popular in our community because AM was a big fan. True. So yeah, um, well, happy breakup. Yeah, happy, uh, happy I'll see breakup. you guys in a few years. <laughs> um, Hope to hear more stuff later. Speaking of aging well, like fine wine, uh, Jay Z champagne. Man, thoughts on the that? man continues to be a fucking icon, bro. Moet Hennessy all day. Yeah. Now I'm Let's gonna go. drink more Hennessy. More <laughs> Hennessy. Lvmh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know uh, who operate. Some of the biggest brands in the industry. Yep. Um, Did their stock go up after that? How their stock? No, no. <clears throat> Did it really? Yeah. Mm. Well, but it was during the time where everything was going down, right? No. You know the Trumpers, man. They gotta get out. Yeah. They Trumpers. See they see Jay Z. They're like, all right, we uh, we're not supporting that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Nike. We out. We out. here. Still got Home Depot. <laughs> well, I mean, I yeah. French. Company, <clears throat> they, yeah. they have Hublot too, right? Yeah, they do. They do. Hublot's under their their mm-hmm. umbrella as well. Oh, interesting. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, a huge huge business acquisition. I believe it was for fifty percent of the company. Yep. Um, it obviously opens up the distribution and you know the ability to to place product, whether it be in wraps. Videos, uh, you know, clubs, those relationships, and how and how to scale that luxury like thing, and how they stuck to their ground because Ace of Spades ain't cheap, right? Like, Fuck no, no way. Yeah. So, how much money is just too much money? For what? Just in general, he's got to be having fun. No Elon thing. Musk, no such thing. It becomes a sport, or it is that's what like like do you do you reach a certain amount of money and you just say, yo, I'm good. I mean, think of all the the, the seventy year old day. millionaires like and they that can like uh that what's his name the the the, the Warren Buffett Warren Buffett like it's it's the, the it's, the fun. <laughs> it's, it's it's what I'm saying it's it's, the, just, it's no longer a sport for it them. no longer becomes about like oh I need more no, money it's no because be even like, he I'm said when I'm die when I'm dead I'm giving this money away like like yeah that's, at this point it's just like I'm good like it what 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 I do from here on out is 
solely based off of either my enjoyment and entertainment or to help, help others. People, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, that's the only reason why I would... And not compete with my... Yeah, own. that's the only reason why I would imagine someone who has a shit ton of money would continue right. doing things that they do. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. I don't it's got to be it. fun for him. And you, you figure there's a, a large head start for anyone who's not a person of color. Mm. Oh, 100%. We, we got that. We got to make up for... And what he's doing is, you know, which I assume is setting up the next generation. Absolutely. To help yeah, yeah. bridge the gap. Yeah. You know, and it's a fucking still, a, that's a great deal for him. Yeah. But he's still not, not in that all conversation when it comes to like global wealth. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. All minorities that are in that, that tax bracket, that 1%, that those billionaires, those, you know, hundreds of millionaires, please continue making monies. Please continue to set up. You know these 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 opportunities for the less fortunate or whatever. You know what I'm saying? White people. Sorry, Joe. Uh, <laughs> one fourth of me. Only apologize to one fourth. Of me. No, one fourth of you. One fourth of Joe. He does have you good know, color. Yo, y'all y'all can chill for a second. <laughs> Sit your ass down. You don't want to make more money. Yeah, nah. Y'all for what? You I inherited it. <laughs> it's like yeah. I, I inherited it. <laughs> Not you per se. <laughs> Not you personally. I'm just saying majority. But what of does it. it say about me when I'm trying to help the black man make more money? If that's the case, then obviously. Yeah. But how often is that the case? Yeah. Exactly. I can only speak for myself. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like help with what you got no, going on. I'm saying. I'm like, yo, you know. I mean, by all means, if that is the case, if you're setting it up, to I'm like, yo, I'm. I know that this system is set up for people of color not to succeed as well as we do. Yeah. Then I'm gonna try to. Or I'm gonna do my best or everything I can to you know, create opportunities for them to get that. That's great. That's what we need more of. We need mm-hmm. that 60% of the, the population that inherited their, their money to try to help out the people that don't get that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that, if that is the case, if that's a scenario, please continue doing that. Do more of that. Inspire more, inspire your peers to continue doing that. The rest of you motherfuckers, you selfish bitches, mm-hmm. go sit down mm-hmm. somewhere. I'm you only, don't need no more money. <laughs> I'm only going to apologize for Christopher Columbus. He was Italian. Well, I can only apologize for that. There's no apology for him. I'm, I'm, I'm on behalf of this Italian. I, 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 I apologize I, 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 for what you he respect did that because to America. He kind of started this whole shit. You know what I'm saying? We think about it. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll own up to that. He, he, he but, started stealing. Where did black people learn stealing from? Christopher Columbus. <laughs> where did black people learn killing one. from? But the guys beating up cops with American flags. That's not me. That's not my people. That's your people. That's not my people. That's a different the European that storm, The people that stormed the Capitol That's not my people The show's taking a real quick turn <laughs> yeah, right. um, oh. well, One more thing I want to say about Jay-Z Was um, a story that popped up In, in regards to helping uh, People is When he did the Annie sample mm-hmm. Oh yeah That he cleared it for everybody, everybody to use after, yeah, right. And you, don't, you didn't hear about that until Nipsey Hussle Nipsey Hussle was talking about it, right. it So that's just like you love hearing those stories about Guys like Jay Z. Now he recently it. also like another business venture was to allow uh, younger people to build their credit, paying for Spotify, Hulu, and like those those smaller bills. So you know they can help build their credit so that they can start to get financially stable. He's still know? working on that though. That's not yeah. finalized though, right? No, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. So you're doing everything. Got to start somewhere. Yeah, I well, mean that's dope. That's a great opportunity for. 
Um, one more thing before we wrap this up. Um, I was with Liko getting my haircut. Shout out to him. And, and I asked him about, I said, did you, because Liko was really close to Nipsey. I asked him if he had um, heard the, the latest song. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like prior. And he said, he said he didn't hear it, but that verse is eight years old. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, because he said, you know, I remember he just got the six at that time and he was rapping about writing around. He mm-hmm. said, you can hear his voice is a little younger. He said, mm-hmm. yeah, that's an old ass verse. And so I was like, all right, that's cool. Like, whatever, bring it back. I mean, it was just good to hear his voice. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they sent him a ton of shit that yeah. hopefully I hope they release. Mm-hmm. Ton, yeah. Um, all right, to wrap this up, we got globalization mixes. Yep. Uh, who did we have last week? Dex. Dex. From Milwaukee. Dex got lucky. We got to air his, his joint twice. I know, man. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Mickey and Danger Zone holding down the mixes on that. Shout out to Mickey War for holding down my mix. <laughs> yeah. All the credit, baby. <laughs> you know what he, it is. His name gets shout on, and I, I put the mix together. <laughs> we're fucking your name. Up. Followers up, baby. Yeah, and shout out to Phenom because typically Phenom fixes it on the spot with his um, laptop that's specifically for Sirius XM and globalization. But he's out. And the he country. wasn't around it, so he said, "Call them and have them fix." It. I said, "Cool." It took. So <laughs> what, what the issue was was they put Dex. They spelled his name right. Mickey D Shell spelled it right. And they put Mickey's name right. But Mickey wasn't a DJ. It was me. So I said, all right, I'll have them fix it. It took 15 minutes to get them to a, not even fix it, adjust it. So they then they put Mickey space, DZ space, Shell space. And they spelled my name, DJ space, danger space, zone. And with the I left With the out. I missed it. <laughs> it's all supposed to be together because it's supposed to be at. like So you know mm-hmm. where to follow them. Right. So then they, so then Phenom went back to fix it. I think it was Phenom. And then it was spelled a different way <laughs> or someone else in the house. I was like, yo, I give up. I'm laughing at this point. Like, <laughs> so Phenom's like, we'll just re-air it. And, you know, you guys, whatever. We'll play it again the next day. So good times with that. Um, shout out to Phenom. Called in the series. Yeah, you're, called- a, you're a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Here to collect the check? No, uh, no. Nope. Oh, and that's the thing. When I was trying to explain it to a guy how to change it, he was just, he didn't know what he was. It was like his first time working with a computer. <laughs> I had to spell my, it took You're me three to minutes to get my huh? name spelled right. Jesus, man. The funny thing about it is at the bottom, when they tell you the host of the show, everybody's name was spelled it's right. Up yeah. It's up there. It's right there. <laughs> yeah. So it's all good. Um, shout out to Sirius X. D as in David, A as in Apple. Yeah. I would have been yeah, like yeah. D as in dick, I A as in asshole. J as in Joe. <laughs> I as in idiot. Z-O, Z-O-N-E. I don't need to spell. W and as in Nikki, if you don't get this shit right, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. I can't do that, bro. I can't. Uh, and then yeah. so up next, we oh, got no. Kid Cut Up. Man. I'm going to tell you guys right now, Kid I got a little shit. sneak peek of the mix. The Kid Cut Up? I have to upload all this shit. I already know, man. Look, man, one of the most creative mixes we've had to date. So definitely, if you get a chance, listen to that live or listen on the playback on our mix club. Yeah, when I saw his name on the calendar, I was like, oh, shit. I'm excited yeah. for this one. Who's DJing with him? I am. <laughs> Sucks to be you. Yeah. I didn't try to do anything special. <laughs> I don't know. Mickey may have a worse. He's got um, Sammy Needles is following up with an all biggie mix. Yeah, that's on my birthday. Same. Yeah, that's on your birthday. So represent. There you yeah. go. But it wouldn't have made sense for me to do it because I would have probably done the same thing and then we would have had an That's hour why long. That's make a stink about rearranging. Hour like, long of uh, Biggie Biggie. shit. They would have been like, Phenom, nah. Well, I called Phenom, made sure. I said, yo, Biggie's birthday. Want to get ahead of it. Can we have a special Biggie, Biggie set? He said, yeah. So well, shout out to minutes, Sammy yeah. Needles. Um, yeah. Saw a track list. A lot of Biggie. Trust me. I'm imagining. <laughs> a lot of Biggie. 
So, yeah, make sure you guys check all that out, and we are out of here. Yes, sir. Yep. See you guys next time. Peace. What up, everybody? This is the Mickey D's podcast, as you know, because you are. This is on the back end of episode 80. Um, and we wanted to give you a fresh um, take on what just happened with the Goldie Awards. Um, shout out to shoot, shout out to Lazy Boy. Uh, yep. Who else? Michelle. Uh, Fumi, not yummy. Fumi. Um, and of course, the judges, Bauer, A-Track, and Craze. Um, yeah, we're here to give you our thoughts. And let me just get this out of the way because we're going to continue to go back to it. It's going to take much longer. No disrespect to any of the contestants, anybody. Um, clearly, you guys are elite. Clearly, you guys are some of the best, no matter how old you are. Um, so, you know, I just want to get that out the way. All love and respect to you guys as we critique and get really get into this. Um, so, yeah. So, all right. So, Lazy Boy's a winner. Shout out to Lazy Boy, a good friend of the pod. Yeah, um, man. Congrats, Lazy. Yeah. Um, so, what, what are our thoughts? Do we think um, that was the right choice? I personally why think, was that the right choice? I personally think it was the right choice. Um, the reason why I think, I think it's just, you know, they, a track said it best, you know, he covered it. Um, Fumi set was extremely technical. He, you, you can tell that out of the three finalists, he was the more technical skilled DJ, or at least he did the most, the, the, uh, most, uh, technical skilled set, I should say. Um, but it, his, I felt like it wasn't anything that we haven't seen in a DJ battle, regardless of what the criteria of the battle is. We've seen a lot of, you know, um, the crazy loops with the cuts and the word plays with the juggles and stuff like that. Like we, we've seen it. So it's kind of hard to separate yourself when you're doing that stuff. I think Lazy Boy went above and beyond. He, he took the no rules and he sky's the limit, you know what I mean? He made it extremely entertaining. You know, I think a lot of people are going to say Fumi got robbed because Lazy Boy set was, quote unquote, like more gimmicky. But at the end of the day, you know, he's the only one that really pushed the boundaries, you know what I'm saying? Oh, in, in my opinion, I think he made it extremely innovating as far as because we haven't really seen much DJ battles on live stream. So now, you know what I'm saying? Like now seeing what Lazy Boy brought to the table, you can kind of take that and run with it. Yeah. All right, make it. Yeah, no, I'm gonna echo on Rel. I mean, I think Lazy Boy won it. Um, and I totally can understand anyone who stands by Fumi and his set. Uh, trying to think about it right now as we're talking about it, obviously we're fresh off of just watching the battle, but Really, I think it just came down to if, and again, like I'm not very well versed, right? Like in regards to what the Goldie Awards is criteria or what particular part of your set will be judged or given a certain amount of points. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there isn't based on the results. Yeah, I think I think that was the thing. Like they 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 purposely said like there's no rules. Yeah, but see, normally, like, even, like, freestyle, right? They're like, oh, we're going to give 30% to creativity, 30% to skill, and, like, 10% on, on presentation. And I don't know if there's any of that breakdown in this, and it probably isn't. 
But if we were to dissect each sets, right? And no disrespect to Michelle, I know we're not bringing her up. She had, she did an amazing job, but it really was kind of a two horse race here in regards to what it came for the title itself. And I think when it came to skill or um, difficulty of, of tricks to do, when it comes down to two turntables and a mixer, Fumi clearly, you know, has that kind of covered, right? And, and separated himself from, from Lazy Boy. But when you go to creativity, you know, the thinking out the box, like introducing something new. I mean, it was like Vince Carter doing the reverse windmill for the first time in 2001. It yeah. gave you that, it gave you that like, oh man, I haven't seen this before. It was, it was like, refreshing. Right. And, 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 and keeping that in mind, when's the last time have we seen somebody really give us that impact since Vince Carter's 2001 slam dunk contest, right? Like in regards to the, it, it comes, but it's, it, there's not a lot there that we haven't already seen. And I think in our group chat, you know, we talked about it, kind of covered it. Like, yeah, Fumi knocked down a fucking nice looking windmill, but we've seen windmills. And in regards to Lazy Boy, he did something that just was so creative and off the box, you know, whether it was battling himself or challenging himself and then, doing a, a trick together with himself and then he brought out the homies with them the muppet guys i'm pretty sure i saw the beat junkies in muppet form singing along to his set like it was just one of those things where it was, it was very entertaining but also you know there was context and um, i also think he did a great job of just kind of like bringing the first set and then taking it up a notch in the second set versus fumi i thought his second set wasn't as good as his first one yeah. But again, those are just my thoughts. Yeah, I think the judges got it right with Lazy Boy. Um, but there are two things that, um, and, I, and this is great for conversational purposes because I didn't hear them touch on it. They did mention Lazy Boy's mistakes. Um, but one thing I want to bring up for conversational purposes typically, when you have an even, when you have like an even match, um, and someone makes a mistake, and the other guy was on point, accurate, on point, very rare do you give it to the guy that made the mistake. Now, I get the whole, and this is where, obviously, Lazy Boy won. He had the wow factor. He had, it was mad creative. I mentioned it earlier in the podcast about what would Lazy Boy set look like. Uh, I'm not saying he's capable of putting down a winning set, but what would it look like if we didn't have streaming. Um, and we'll never know until 2021 if you do to... Um, well, because it's irrelevant. This huh? is the battle. No, I know, but for conversational purposes, I'm saying all this. Um, Podcast purposes, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, so it's rare that you see someone win um, that didn't, um, that uh, made a mistake and 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 I and I understand like Atrax said we're gonna get some backlash from the turntables. I understand some of the turntables are be like, yeah, but that was it's a beat battle. I mean beat battle, it's a turntables battle and yada yada. So I get all that, but in the in you know in the midst of everything, you definitely um, Lazy Boy definitely had the wow factor. Um, there was one. Sorry to cut you off real quick, but because on the same thought. Can you say it's a turntableist battle? Because I would argue when Miles Medina won it, he didn't have the, mo the most intricate turntableist set of the battle. 
but he won because I think it had to do with his creativity and how it was well put together versus. I don't remember all the contestants from that battle, but I do remember that Bruno Mars routine, and that's as I mean, it's gonna get. So, no, yeah. And and Fumi's was more detailed than that one. Um, so, and and oh, and another thing um, with with Fumi, uh, he like and and I think one of the knocks on him that we mentioned earlier in the podcast was he um, he needed more stage presence, and I agreed with that. But when I started watching this this finals battle. I said, man, he doesn't have time to have stage presence. This dude is like, da, 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 like, like there's no time. Whereas, and, and again, I understand he can create that presence for himself. He was just all business, which was fun to watch. Um, but Lazy Boy created those moments of, of, you know, stage presence of stop. Let me get into a character. Let me do something. And then now I'm going to give it to you. Um, so yeah, no, I don't think the judges got it wrong. If they would have said Fumi would have won, I I would have been okay with that. And like we said, it, it was it was only supposed to come down to two. And if one of those two would if it would have been Fumi, it would have been fine too. But Lazy Boy does it again, man. Lazy let, me, Boy. Let, me ask, let me ask y'all this. Love it. If this if this battle was live, like in real no, life. No, no, bro, this is a podcast. We don't do that here. Right. <laughs> if if this battle was live. In real life, like you know, the previous Goldie uh, Awards, who wins that? Fumi or Lazy Boy? Take I, away. I the- can't answer that because I don't know what a lazy. I mean, I know what a Red Bull Lazy Boy set looks like, and that's what 10, 15 minutes. And I'm, and again, he's very capable of winning in my eyes. But I don't. You can't take that Lazy Boy set and put it into a live in, on a stage because he's not going to have all this stuff going on. Because all those guys in the Goldie battles that were done live, they walk up and it's all business. Push, play, blah, 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 blah. I'm out. You know? Yeah, but so to your point. a very unique situation. But to your point about, about stage presence, even I think you take away the whole visual aspect of it. Lazy's Boy stage presence was like light years past what yeah. Fumi's was. And, yeah. and I think A-Track said it best when he was like, on on uh on Fumi's second set, even though Lazy Boy messed up, he had he had some um some mistakes in his first set, technical wise. Uh, Fumi still his second set would have to completely blow Lazy Boy out of the water, and for him to like you know make it a no brainer for them and give it to Fumi, but. For, I don't think Fumi brought that to the table on the second set. Even technically, while I'm saying technically, wise, not even you know, take away like the Muppets, the Boom Bap Kids, and all that stuff that that Lazy Boy had brought to um, to the table on his second set. I just think sonically, like Lazy Boy's set on the second set was just as good as what Fumi brought to the table. So let me let me answer your first question, which is the live question. I think that comes to the formatting, right? Because Fumi, as great as he is, when we saw him do the longer sets, it was hard for him to have like a, um, like multiple outstanding moments. He's due always for one yeah. and two sections where you're just like, <laughs> I, I could spend a year in the lab and I would not be able to get that done. And all, I, bro. right. I mean, crazy is like I'm taking notes, not because of the battle, because it's going to influence his future's routine or something, right? Because of his style. 
And so I, by all means, you know, and I, and I mentioned in the chat, like, I'm gonna give him his flowers. This two minute round thing, like only benefits Fumi because there's less gaps to fill. Like you gotta just, it's his, that's his game. So if the live, if the live format were like shorter timeframes, that's Fumi's thing all day, right? But when you're talking about yeah. longevity, like a full thing, you gotta fill in the gaps and you gotta find ways to transition from this to that. Like that's where things get a little complicated because I can only imagine how much time goes into the Drake flip, the stop flip, the the Busta Rhymes flip. You know, like I would assume each section takes some time to think of those things. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I forgot what else I was going to say, but going into the second round, I thought it was Fumi's to lose. I thought all the time Lazy Boy spent painting this picture for you. Fumi had a routine to cover a few routines to cover all that time of uh, whatever he did on the screen and all that. And that's why I was like, okay, well, so far Fumi like took that time and made and did better with it. Um, but yeah, going into the second round and it's, un you know, it's, it sucks. Cause um, like how dope does Zach Levine have to be when he, when he does a dunk? Like, I understand you've seen that dunk. But none of you around the world can do that jump. But that's not what we're grading it on. We're grading on wow factor. Just because you're the only one that can do it doesn't mean shit, unfortunately. Unfortunately. So you have to give us something different that's going to wow. Yeah. And because Lady, because Fumi didn't satisfy that wow factor, it, he, it was his to lose. Um, he, he lost it. And Lazy Boys was cleaned it up and did it um, just good enough to get over that. I'm telling you, like if it, if, the, if we have a final score, it's like a hundred to ninety nine. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I don't, I agree. I don't think Lazy Boy like blew him out of the water. Look, you see, it took the judges a minute to figure out who was going to be the winner. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I mean, even even Michelle, like again, we haven't met, mentioned Michelle. Michelle did an amazing job. I just think her advantage and her disadvantage was her age. You know what I'm saying? You you look at it. He's eight years old, and like I said, we can we can probably eighty percent of the DJ community can't do what she do right now, regardless of how old we are. Right. But at the same time, she's only eight. She hasn't lived long, long enough to like <laughs> really give you. You know what I'm saying? With the programming and and you know music selection, her music selection was amazing though, even for an eight year old. But I'm saying as far as like she's only been on this planet for eight years, so. There's only so much you can, there's only so much life experience you can have as an eight-year-old to really showcase that in a set like that. So, Yeah, and I think the the last thing I was getting, well, the, the one thought that I, I forgot to mention is Fumi just as good as, it sounds silly, but I, I think we all felt like his first set was better than his second set. And I think that plays a role because you're not bringing that same upward trend in the momentum it's kind of like it's high and then it's just kind of like still stayed there maybe mm. even a little lower versus like lazy boy and i'm a i'm i could be wrong on this but i don't personally think lazy boy fucked up because if he fucked up he has the opportunity to refilm right this isn't live so i think what happens is it might have been sloppier but i don't think he he made an error at the same time yeah, he was he, he was able to put up a set and then take it up a notch. And then I think that's what happened is when you see that uptrend and you're hyped off of what you saw last, 
I think you're gonna you're gonna be in favor of the judges based on just the mo- the momentum. That's a that's a really good point that I don't think that we even like realize or a lot of people didn't realize is the fact that these were pre-recorded videos. Oh, so yeah. you you could watch this shit a hundred times and then like, ah, you know what? I'm gonna go back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for him to be like, even right. and you could, you could clip it like that's what's crazy. You could get the yeah. whole set right, and, you and like, all you gotta do is like that one did. part. What if Fumi did this? What if Fumi swapped his 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 uh his sets? What if he put his second first? And the other two? Does that make a difference? I'm gonna tell you one thing. Fumi sat there, pressed record, and let it ride. Like, yeah, there true. was no clipping involved. Was like, I said, this is what it is. Yeah, bro, I think that's a good point. If 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 Fumi flop, um, switches out or swaps his sets, I think um, we're we're having a different conversation. The judges, I think so too. Have to consider it. Um, but yeah, there's so much that goes into these battles that as a you know you can't just show up and be dope. Like there's timing of things and and putting. You know what? What if what if Fumi didn't give you? You can argue that his um, set last week. You can take two minutes from that and say that might be just as good, if not a little better, than what he did today. What if he didn't give you all of those gems last week and just gave you a dope set that just puts him in the top two or three? And then he turns it up this week. He gives you that um, break your neck routine. Um, you know, like, what if that yeah. happens? He might win. I think Fumi wins if you put the third set, right, the most recent set we just watched. You put that third set last week. He gets yeah. in, splits up uh, the first last round. Week last week's set splits those into the two rounds of the finals. He wins. I think yeah, I he takes both shows any interest in what he's doing, then he wins because Akal was not impressed by anything he did in that and and at least one wardrobe change, right, Ralph? What the bro? No, I had no problem with that. Fuck that. I, don't I, mean that I get it. I get it. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean it doesn't it's mean like whatever. You you everyone's probably looking at what he's doing on the turntables and everything like that. But again, you know, you already seen what Lazy Boy did in the semifinals. You already seen what he did. You already know what he's about to bring to the table. And you got to understand what you're doing is That's not his probably game not game. going to beat that. You can't really make a play Lazy Boy's game. If, if I see what Lazy Boy did last week, I'm, I'm going on Fiverr looking for a CGI guy. Just to yeah, I, 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 I think, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you see that and you see how what the response was. Everybody's going crazy because of what Lazy Boy did. You know he's going to be – he's going to bring it up a level with visuals and shit like that. Now, I'm not saying that Fumi should have – went out and did all these crazy visuals and, and, and went crazy, but man, he could at least change his t-shirt. Look, all, all Fumi had to do was rearrange his set. All he had True. To do, we'd be talking a different... You, we can say More, I, the green screen and the... I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. I think he takes the two sets that he did today for the finals and he puts them in the semifinals. He still advances and he takes what he did in the semifinals and moves it to the finals. Because that um, that Drake routine and that Buster Rhymes routine was insane, was insane, and I think, like you said, we have we're having a whole different conversation right now. I mean, this is how this is how some of the guys in the artists, you know, loses verses, right? It just comes down to where you position, and of course, there's no there's no loser, but it comes down to selection and where you kind of place things. So, 
<laughs> How did you feel when, when Fumi started off his second round with Yeah by Usher and Lil Jon? Took me back to my senior year in high school. Yeah, I think it was too cliche. Yeah, I, I wasn't, not that I was looking for anything, but I thought there could have been a better track to flip. Um, it, but at the same time, in my head, I'm contradicting myself because I say in my head, Drake and those Drake and Busta songs were relatable. I mean, what's the most relatable song? Uh, Usher's, yeah. So, um, but no, I, I would have wanted to hear something else flip. And again, because that beginning wasn't so crazy, that could have been your first round routine or your or last week's routine to get into the finals. True. But they weren't. So Lazy Boy wins. Congratulations. We are super yeah, congratulations, happy Lazy for Boy. him. Well deserved, man. Well deserved. Let's see if we can grab uh, him to do a, a, a talk on it before anybody else does. And uh, Oh, yeah. We'll, we we'll see what's up. We're gonna yeah. have to zoom that. You know, you know yeah. Mickey D's show, we don't do the zoom thing except for <laughs> hey for emergency purposes only, but we're here. Hey, we broke hey, the glass. Hey, for the emergency? Exactly. We had a sneak, we had a sneak our take in uh for this episode, so it wasn't late. So well worth it. Appreciate yep. you guys tuning in. Make sure to keep up with us. And I made sure I was gonna talk about this. By the time this airs this coming Friday. Uh, keep an eye out for the new DJ City Lifestyle Collection first drop. Yeah. It's coming, uh, I believe, this Friday, March 5th. So when you catch this episode, it's March 1st. Make sure to check it out. That's what uh, we talked about a couple, uh, an episode ago. And I'm super excited uh, for the launch. I think everybody's going to like this. Shout out to the model, DJ Rel, uh, of course. Rel's ready to get out of here. Right, me too. My time is up. We got to get out of here. You hear the dogs. Yeah. It's dogs time to go. Crazy. Go sit down now.